This is Steve Goodrich, known on the trail as Bird Shooter, and this is N2 Backpacking, a podcast for both hikers and backpackers. Hey hikers, this is Bird Shooter, and welcome to episode number 32. Uh, This evening we are going to break from our typical format the last few shows and have some fun fireside on the Appalachian Trail in North Georgia. Tonight we're going to continue our series titled Rookie Mistakes, which has been one of the uh, more popular shows at N2 Backpacking to date. Uh, We'll discuss some of the mistakes and major mishaps we've had over the years and suggest some things that may improve your life on the trail. I wouldn't take this show too seriously. It's all in good fun, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. If you do, drop us a comment. We'll make more of this series. And of course, we'll continue to interview the people that write the books, make movies, and do interesting hikes on the trail, including an interview in an upcoming episode on Backpacking at Everest. That said, here's Rookie Mistakes 102, the latest installment, recorded trailside and in the deep backcountry at Justice Creek on the AT. All right, it's Bird Shooter here. We're sitting fireside on the Appalachian Trail in North Georgia. Uh, We are near Justice Creek, and I'm here with uh, Rob, a.k.a. Pokebo. Pokebo. Well, is that Buford T. Justice Creek? Pokebo. I'm I'm struggling with that one. To my left, (laughs) Mr. Mr. Comedy, Brett, a.k.a. Thermrider, and to my... Extreme left, we've got Ken, aka Beer Run. Uh, Pokey Bo, you want to tell you me? Dress? Are you extreme left? <laughs> yeah, you want to tell me how you got the... That's just oh. my political views as, as, it, as it will come out. No, I'm sorry, that wasn't nice. No, I was. He's only wearing lipstick, he's extreme left. So yes. There you go. So, I'm going to go back to Pokey Bo over here. Pokey Bo, give us the quick. Uh, uh, so, the you know, kid the nickname was Bo. Uh, with, but in a backpacking context, I'm usually the last one to get to the trailhead, last one to make it to the campsite or destination or goal, last one to have the gear packed up in the morning. So I'm organizing everything to hike out for the next day, the next destination. And so it's always, come on, you're being pokey, you know, and therefore, pokey bow. Pokey bow, okay. Mr. Mister Thermrider, tell us the story, do tell. Uh, long story short, um, I... Uh, on a dare and a bet, uh, one night decided that a therm rider, uh, uh, sorry, a thermarest could be used as a flotation device. So the next morning, uh, uh, bright and early, I think it was about what seven a.m. It oh, was. Yeah. It was first thing in sunrise, the morning. Sunrise, right. cold, cold river. Uh, success, successfully, yeah, definite shrinkage. <laughs> yeah, it was shrinkage. Uh, successfully navigated. The rapids on a small stream, and hence uh, acquired the name Thermrider because it did work. However, I don't think I won the bet. Really? <laughs> to yeah. To be honest, I, I actually I, I give you. It was cold. I give you. <laughs> I give you credit all day long because I don't think any of us thought that you were going to be able to ride that waterfall on that Thermarest, and you did. So so good work. Yeah, but again, I I, pro- I proved myself right, but. Uh, didn't really win that bet because it was it was really cold. 
So, it was cold go. water. I'll give you that. And then finally, to my extreme left, Ken, a.k.a. Beer Run. I, I, I'm i sorry, what was the question? I'm confused how you could have possibly got your trail, Dave. I think he... Uh, we just, were camped on a an extremely steep, rocky, dry campground, campsite. And uh, there was beer in the car, and we had no beer, so I made a run for it. And you, you did a fine job at that, let me tell you. So, uh, by the way, um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's 11 o'clock and we're uh, probably what? Four mi- two miles from the trailhead, probably uh, <laughs> yeah, we, another, we... <laughs> another hour from, from a convenience store. You wouldn't mind going and getting a tall pack, would you? Absolutely not. All right. You know, the, the guy's a giver. He's just a giver. He is a giver. That's, you know, that's why he's here. It's all about the group. It was a vigorous hike. Actually, it was actually... It's some good up and down. Yeah, there was more, yeah, was good. more uh, elevation change than I kind of expected. A little slippage, too. It was uh, a little rocky, a little muddy. So you know, we read the top hard, one. It's hard enough to run yeah. for the beer, but to actually share the beer. <laughs> it's the challenge. That's the <laughs> big challenge. It is challenge. And yet, I overcome that time and again. Yes, you do. That, that's why you earned your day. Absolutely. So, uh, Rob... Your first backpacking trip? Uh, probably around eight or nine. It was uh, going with some sort of scouting group and uh, had one of the, the uh, external little backpacks that you know the, the scout group had. It wasn't mine. It didn't fit. But, you know, it shoved a bunch of cans of beans. And I don't think we even had water bottles back then. I don't even know how I got water back then. I'm not even, I don't remember drinking water the entire trip. Somehow it happened. And uh, one with the big bungee cords and strapped on this big, huge monster sleeping bag. It's probably half the size of the pack. And went camping for uh, two or three nights up in uh, Tennessee, up near uh, Chilhowie. So, so what was like? What was camping like in the 1800s? <laughs> it, uh, really basic backpacks <laughs> with really basic belts that hurt and had a big metal buckle. Yeah, the whole canvas tent you had to haul in. It was, uh, yeah, me and another kid, we had these little pup tents. So how do you I keep guess? the candles dry? <laughs> we didn't have candles. We didn't, have we didn't actually have flashlights either. So when it was dark, you were you were in the tent, and that was it. You stayed there until so you just, morning came. You just <laughs> gathered up a lot of lightning bugs, stuck them on a stick, and held them above, above your head. Is that how you did it? I mean, stayed in the tent yeah, all night know. long is actually what we did. <laughs> Was, we didn't. We didn't come out. Like I don't remember even getting out to pee. Sounds was, cozy. We digress. Cozy. I'm just, you know. All right, Fuller. So that that leads me to you. And I you're, thought we you're, were using names. Your no, first Therm Rider. Well, Therm Rider Fuller. Uh, they kind of ring it's together. A fuller Rider. Yeah, it's a Fuller I'm, Rider. I may be identified. I'm really worried about that. Yeah, so, uh, Are you going to tell us about your first trip? Oh, my first trip. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I did. I forgot the question. Um, First trip, you know, I can't remember. Uh, I can remember always being in the woods from an early age. Uh, family always bring me up to the North Georgia Mountains. You know, I was blessed to be born in Marietta, Georgia, about two hours away from, you know, the Appalachian Trail. So, real, real accessible day hikes. You know, did the Smoky Mountains at a very young age. So, uh, I guess it was kind of ingrained at a young age, so, you know, it was an early adopter to where I probably didn't really have a choice, you know. It's 
once you get out there and you start doing it, you just kind of get the bug for it. And uh, so, you know, as soon as you become a teenager, <laughs> you get that independence and, uh, you know, you want to do it on your own. Uh, the only thing that I would say is, uh, you know, um, for me, when I first started doing it, uh, going, going out into the woods, uh, don't do it by yourself because I did. I just jumped out there and said, you know what, I'm, I, uh, I'm 16 years old and I know everything and uh you know and i'm bulletproof don't do that uh, made a lot of mistakes um we're gonna talk about dumb things we did yeah, on our so. first trip hiking up so it's coming but first ken aka beer run you're I'm a tennessee sorry, got, guy got you got started too yeah you i was getting teary-eyed on that come on man uh according to my parents my first camping trip was about two months uh, first backpacking memories I have are about eight years old. We would go in every spring break to Jacks River Falls, camp and fish for a week. Um, Jacks River, North Georgia, right? Kohata? Yeah, right, right next to Tennessee Line. So we would hike in for a week, carry all the canned food an eight-year-old could possibly carry, along with a leaking pup tent. <laughs> nice. And uh, hopefully catch some fish to offset the spam and peanut butter. So you would go in for a whole week with your family? Wow. Yes. At, at a young age? Yes. Wow. Uh, my son today has a uh, super light thermarest, no tent, uh, sleeping bag that weighs less than my left shoe, and yet he complains. <laughs> and this was, this is at what age you were doing this? I mean, not what age, but what year? Uh, this would be 19... 79, 1980, somewhere wow. in there, okay. where the equipment was as fine as you could imagine. Space age, ultralight, Shit. aluminum. <laughs> Made of bricks. <laughs> Pe- people can't appreciate how far gear has oh. come. Wow. Is Huge. that fair to say? It's come a long way. It's, it's more than years. fair to say. Absolutely. So, uh, we call it gear. Yeah, yeah. It's just it was equipment that you strap to your back. Yeah, Let me exactly. take my Nike. I'm going to take a Nikes. I'm going to take my uh, plastic bag and a rubber band, and now they're waterproof. I got some waterproof boots. Let's go. Yeah. So, Rob, sure. Going to go to you first on the right? rookie mistakes. <laughs> some rookie mistakes that you maybe made in your first ventures into the wilderness. Uh. Okay. Two, two, two good rookie mistakes. One was a uh, trip actually to, to Cold Mountain. Um, I had not been backpacking since I was a teenager. I was now in my mid-twenties. Um, a group of guys who used to go backpacking, and we all decided we're going to go backpacking again. I tried to reuse that same gear, uh, and it didn't fit well. Stuff broke. I couldn't close the zipper on the sleeping bag anymore. The tent wasn't waterproof anymore. It may have never been waterproof, but as a kid, I didn't recognize that. As an adult, you do. Uh, and, and the gear was all wrong. Um, second big mistake that it had, a, had a big impression on choices I make with the, was when I went from many, many years of Appalachian trail hiking and went out to the Grand Canyon, and I brought all my usual Appalachian gear. Uh, the backpack was extremely heavy. We had to compensate by uh, the lack of water for two days by carrying like seven or eight liters of water, and it killed me. I was like a 55-pound backpack, and it uh, was a big mistake. There was 15, 20 pounds of Appalachian-quality gear I didn't need because it rains a quarter inch a month out there. Why do I need a rain shell? 
You know, one of my safety things here in the Appalachians, always bring a rain shell. You don't need that in the Grand Canyon. Uh, so it was a big mistake. I brought all the wrong gear. I was not prepared for the totally different environment that it is out west versus here in the very wet Appalachians. Knowing your terrain. Knowing your terrain, yeah. Absolutely. Mr. Fuller, over here, a.k.a. Thermrider, looking cozy in your Thermorest chair. Let's fall asleep, Steve. <laughs> I don't believe uh, that. Uh, no, uh, I would say rookie mistake, not checking the weather right before uh, heading out, man. You know, it's like, oh, I checked, I'll checked it, you know, two days ago, and then I go, expecting it to be sunny, uh, torrential downpour, and uh, nothing ruins your uh, trip more than being unprepared. So just make sure you, you're bringing the right gear, you're... Uh, you know what the temperatures are going to be. Um, you know if, it, if it's going to drop in the middle of the night. You know bring you know sub, you know something that accommodates for it. If you're expecting rain, you know got to have some rain gear. Um, you know, oh you know young age. Uh, you know found out that condoms are not reversible <laughs> and uh, are not reusable. So uh, you know think little little things. And, like and now that. you have two children. Yeah, well, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a good thing that uh, I'm not Catholic. I'd have I'd have 200. So there you go. Two known children. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, beer run. I'm sorry. To you is that going to be? Are you, are you, you can cut that out, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure we need to. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you know, other than and by the way, there was no Catholic affected or you know. You know, harmed in this and harmed in, in, in this interview. <laughs> Either of them. Yeah. You know, other than making the mistake of actually going backpacking in the 80s when the gear sucked. Oh, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, people can't fully appreciate how much the gear has improved over time, right? Having survived those days, I really don't screw up anymore. <laughs> wow. That's a statement. Yeah, it was all so wait, aren't, wait, aren't you wearing one boot with no sock tonight? You know, it's not but really it, a rookie. It wasn't really a screw-up. It wasn't really a rookie mistake. It was a misstep. Okay. So let me, let me give some further advice. Do not put one shoe into a creek ever. <laughs> so If you do, don't put it above the sock line. So let me just guess that because you have one sock on and one sock not on that you don't have a spare change of socks? I do have a spare change of socks. However, oh. my one boot that went into the creek <laughs> above the sock line Well, the sock wet. was pink and he didn't want to wear a pink and a purple so sock. So if I put the dry sock on and I put it in the wet boot, then I have a wet sock. <laughs> okay. And it is pink. So I, I think the rookie uh, r- the rookie note here tonight is don't 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 put one foot in the stream don't step in the water (laughs) exactly so rob back to you mr voice of reason well actually before i do that let me uh let me put a few things out there taking too much who who in this audience has taken too much on a backpacking trip you're talking about beer never Happen. Yeah, we're talking. What, what are we talking about? Taking too much. I'm, up. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> perhaps your pack is too heavy. 
Oh, it's always too heavy. Uh, before every trip, I, I always lay all the stuff <laughs> I want to take, and then I decide whether I want to carry it, and I always leave uh, several chunky things back home that I didn't want to bring. Even today, there was I was debating about which, which jacket to bring, and with, which shoes, which sleeping bag, which pad, and I chose the lighter set, you know, guesstimating that the weather was going to be good, and thankfully it has proven, but... Um, you know, if it is if it was going to be rainy longer, I would have probably chosen different gear. So um, I, I confess to taking too much. Yeah. If, you, if you're carrying a 50 pound pack, you're probably taking too much gear, right? Big, big time rookie yeah. mistake. You know, bird shooter, I once climbed a very tall mountain in very little altitude, and I took a four man tent for two people. I took a queen size air mattress. I took several gallons of water. Ooh. It sounds like you might have been sounds taken. like I might have taken too much. Yeah, I slept like a king. <laughs> you were hydrated. I was comfortable. I was happy. I made the trip. Did you I made know, it out? Did you know your limitations? The people around me's miniature, minuscule uh, sleeping pads popped. I had an enjoyable three days. They were miserable. On the surface, it sounds like too much, but no, it was perfect. So it wasn't too much for you. It was not too much for me. Okay, so from the pack mammoth to my left. <laughs> could I do it today? I, Maybe not. I'm the minimalist on the other side, man. It's like, dude, if I can survive without it, you know, give me a toothbrush, a toothbrush and a compass. <laughs> you know? Oh, by the way, I had a battery-powered full pump to blow up my queen size air mattress. <laughs> how, how, how far did you hike wow. on that trip? Wow. Uh, three and a half miles straight up in low altitude. <laughs> or I mean, uh, high altitude. Dude, that is a definite lesson of what not to do. What, what, what do you give your pack weight on that trip? Oh, at least 90 pounds. Oh, my God. No. Seriously? Oh, I was pretty tough in my younger days. Okay. Wow. <laughs> when wow. you're 16 and young, dumb, and full of cum, I guess you can get away with that. So. <laughs> I was 33. Okay, well, you know, some people mature late. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mature now. Hey, I wouldn't go back and sleep on those rocks without my giant mattress. Well, you know, you know. I couldn't afford good. a thermorest. That's all good. So, so I ask I'm you, your balls. what what about the uh, rookie mistake number two, hiking too far? Who, who, who can claim that they have... Uh, Tried to take on more than they probably should have. The minute you take your first deep breath, you've gone too far. (laughs) I took my first deep breath 10 feet into the trail tonight. Does that mean I've hiked too far? That just means you're old, man, just like me. If you got a five-mile trek in and a five-mile trek back, that back trek may take you a third to a half longer than the trek in because you will always hike slower and less efficient at the end of the day than you did at the beginning of the day. Because, you know, you've got blisters, you got sore knees or ankles, you're tired, you're fatigued. Well, that's, that's another point, man. you got to listen to your body, too. you got to stop when your body says stop. So that, that was the next on my uh, list here, uh, Mr. Uh, Thurm Rider, was hiking above your skill level. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever done that? Pretty much every time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's pretty regular for me. So, now... Um, yeah, I mean, I've been put in really bad situations where, uh, you know, on a map it looks great. Um, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I can hit 20 miles in a day or, um, you know, because I'm stupid and I'm 18. Um, or, 
you know, it, I, I'm going to do 10 miles, but I didn't realize that it was a rocky shelf where every step you took, you know, there was literally rock that shifted underneath your feet, your feet you know, and so that cut your time in half for five miles and then it became a normal hike. But guess what? You just lost five hours. So, yeah. And then you're five hours in. So what do you do? You trek right through. But that means you're setting up at night. You're you're fatigued. You're tired. Um, you know, and it just, you know, it's basically the the entire trip becomes miserable at that point. So it's knowing what you're getting into, being prepared, uh, reading blog. I mean, you know, got the internet. Read blogs. You know, uh, before you go, it's pretty simple to check on where you're going, and uh, you know, again, check the weather. So I mean, I, it could be the easiest hike on a normal day. You get a, you get, uh, you know, heavy weather, rain or snow, um, or even yeah. fog, and uh, it'll change your trip dramatically. Slippery, yeah, lose your bearings. Yeah. So, so next on my list, doing a hike with no bailout options. So you, you get in, you can't get out, you're stuck. You guys ever made that uh, mistake? Don't do it. Don't do it, yeah. Well, I have a GPS insert on the top of my hand. And, 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 and so all I got to do is push it, and I have a helicopter that comes picks me up. But, um, it's you know, called a PLB. Yeah, but for everybody else that, you know, isn't like me, that, you know, has to suck it and aren't, you know, aren't me, um, yeah, that, that would really suck. But like if you, know. you don't have a job where you can take another couple, <laughs> excuse me, sorry, another extra couple of days to be out in the woods, don't go. Yeah. Actually, just, actually don't get into hiking. Yeah. So, you know, to begin with. You know, things happen. <laughs> so have you guys ever hit the trail? Another rookie mistake, getting a late start. Have you ever started late in the day? We started late today. Every time. Every time. Every, every trip. I've never, almost never started any trip on time. Therefore, you're always you having to hike faster to catch up. You can't, or you decide you have to camp five miles short of your destination because, I don't know, it's going dark. Like, I went on a trip one time. With the guy who so anally makes a list of what he's going to take. The, who are you referring to? Oh my to? God! Really? <laughs> and and by the way, did he have check marks on that list? I can't believe he, it. He threw the list away. Can you believe it? Threw it in a trash. <laughs> you know, he almost lost his mind. I think on the way up. It's like I don't think I got everything. So that, believe that, it or not, because of all this <laughs> preparation, we started late. Wow! Wow! Yeah, now, you know, and that, not only did we start late, we didn't reach our optimal destination. You know, I, I feel for you, man. I think I know somebody that's like that. I really do. That was actually on my smart list to <laughs> make, to make a list of what you're going to take on a trip, and then dumb things you might do would be throw that list away. <laughs> Look, if you don't know what to take, you shouldn't be going. So, what things do you? Wow, take? that's harsh. Yeah, actually, uh, Rob's got a good question here. Smart things you take on a backpacking trip. Look, you need basics. You can survive with a tent. I want to start with dumb things. And then, we, then we can bag. go smart things. <laughs> that, dumb that things hurts. is a lot more fun. If you have a tent, a sleeping bag, above all, a thermorest. I'm a sold lighter, on a thermorest. Flashlight. A lighter, preferably. Um, or a light source of some kind. No, you need a, uh, a, a good lighter and a lot of beer. Bear repellent if you're a therm rider. That's really all you need. You can eat when you get back. Water's everywhere. Water's in beer. 
That's all you need. <laughs> That's true. Liquids, refreshments. I, I mean, you know, you missed a couple. Now there are a lot of creature comforts that we like to take along, like flashlights, unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say that? That's weight. That's a beer weight. Oh my god! You have to carry her. The conversation went south from this point on, so we'll continue the rookie mistake discussion on another backpacking trip. If there are any uh, specific rookie topics you want us to address in the future, please drop us a note. You can uh, reach into Backpacking on Google, on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, also on our website at intobackpacking.com. I expect to have the Everest podcast up in a few weeks, so uh, look for that interview soon. Until then, best wishes, and uh, I hope you make it out on the trail before then. Thank you for listening to the Into Backpacking Podcast. This is your host, Bird Shooter, wishing you the best for your travels on the trail. To subscribe to this show, visit iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. And give us a thumbs up or a positive comment while you're there. You can also download shows directly from intobackpacking.com. Just click the podcast tab on the main menu. Music for this show was provided by Jerris under a Creative Commons license and is titled Hillbilly Anarchy. This show is a production of N2 Backpacking and is copyrighted by N2 Ventures Inc. For more information on this podcast or to provide feedback or comments on this or future shows, please visit us at N2Backpacking.com. That's the letter N, the number two, backpacking.com.